What's up, everyone? You're tuned to another Sports Spotlight podcast brought to you by Gary Singh and Jordan Latinamore. How are you doing today, Jordan? I'm doing good, Gary. I'm doing good. Super, super excited for our uh, guest today. Yes, yes, I am too. Let's introduce our guest, softball player on the softball team of our Sacramento State Horns, Alondra Mejia. Alondra, how are you doing this morning? I'm doing good. How are you doing, Gary? Good, good, good. Get ready to go and get ready to get a nice podcast with you. Like I mentioned to you, first time we're doing this at 9 a.m., so let's see how the juices are flowing this morning. Um, let's get the first question of Jordan. Jordan, you mind kicking us off? Yeah, for sure, Gary. So, Alondra, just right off the bat, let's just get right into it. Um, how did you find yourself playing softball? Was it something that you kind of developed at an early age you kind of got into in your youth? Um, was it something you kind of got into later in your maybe your high school years? How did you find yourself getting into the sport and what kind of attracted to you um, about softball in the first place? You know, like ever since I was younger, my family's always been around sport, whether it was softball or baseball. So I grew up like watching my dad and watching my cousins. You know, I was I was learning how to keep scorebooks. So I've been around it all my life. And then once I got old enough to play, I I was actually excited. I was like, you know, I want to try this out. And I've just been playing ever since I was about five or six years old. I've never stopped. That's cool to hear. That's cool to hear. Um, so, how, like, any family? So, what family members? Uh, you know, got you first into softball, and like, what was your what was your first memory when you first like stepped onto the field playing softball? Were you scared to get hit by the ball? You know, or were you like not caring? Like, how was that first moment when you first touched the bat and the ball? Um, I was probably like five or six years old, and I was playing t-ball. I was actually playing t-ball baseball, and I, I remember I actually I hated it because I have this picture of, like, I was just in the outfield just picking sunflowers, picking daisies. I wasn't that into it quite yet. But as I got older, I just I kept playing. I just developed a love for the game. So as you kept playing, like, what was the moment for you personally where you were, like, where you realized, like, oh, I'm actually, I'm good at this? Like, was there a moment maybe maybe, like, in high school ball or something like that or maybe even travel ball? Where you're 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 on like a team and you got you know you're having success, and you really like develop a sense of confidence in yourself. Was there a moment for you where you kind of realized like I could actually like do this in college or anything like that? I think it's probably my freshman year of high school. You know, I like I came in. I was a little scared because I was just like you know like a little freshman, and I every freshman's dream you know is to make varsity. So I was actually like really scared and really nervous because I like kept thinking, Am I good enough? Like, am I good enough? Like. Will I make it? And, you know, we scrimmaged a couple games against a couple teams. I did really good. I hit a home run. And then I found out I did make varsity. And then just ever since, like, playing with the older girls, you know, they were all committed to Division One schools. And, like, I could see that, you know, I was like, oh, okay, like, I could kind of play with these girls. Like, maybe have a shot to go even higher and play in college. And, yeah, ever since freshman year of high school, I just developed that confidence and knew I could go somewhere higher and just do some good things. That's cool. That's good. You know, reach for your opportunities. That's what you got to do in this world. Um, next question I got for you, Alondra, is um, how has your early experience prepared for you to find success at Sac State? Um, you know, I think a lot of it has to do with not only myself, but just like my family and my coaches, you know, they've taught me a lot of many things in life and not only just about life, but, but with softball as well. Like I knew I, ever since I was younger, I did want to play softball when I was older. So just getting those opportunities, like you said, you know, going to these camps and talking to the coaches, you know. I just knew I wanted to come to Sac State, and I knew I wanted to do big things here. 
And yeah, I was just excited to get the opportunity to come here and just develop new goals and set these career goals for myself. Yeah. So Alondra, growing up playing softball, were there any type of figures in your life, um, whether it was like maybe on the team, coaches, or people maybe in your personal life or in your family circle that kind of inspired you to play so hard and give such a maximum effort when you're on the field? Like if you had to name one person or maybe a few people that gave you inspiration to um, to really try hard out there, um, who would those people be? Um, I would definitely say my family. You know, like my... Well, like I said, my dad grew up playing, so I, me and him developed a much closer relationship as like as I started playing and like throughout the years because he understood what like a good game and bad game, and he would teach me everything I I knew. You know, he would help me with my hitting, my fielding, and so me and him de definitely developed a closer relationship. But I would also say um, my younger brother and sister. You know, my brother actually plays baseball too, so getting to be like his role model, like letting him know, you know what, you could do this, you could go to school, you could play a sport and just being that inspiration for him. Got you, got you. Switching lanes now to the uh, softball team you're playing playing on currently. Um, you guys have had a, a rocky season, up and down season. You guys have gone win streaks and losing streaks, so, but you guys stay, I feel like, consistently working hard and trying hard out there. Um, what are some things that you've been seeing, really improvements and good things about your team and some things you guys feel like you guys don't need to work on, you know, as a vet on this team? You know, coming into the season, it was definitely different because of COVID and everything, you know. As a team, we have a lot of underclassmen and a lot of freshmen and a lot of sophomores and not that many juniors and seniors. So it was definitely new and definitely different, especially because last year we actually didn't get to play conference. So going into conference, I think only about five of us out of the 24, I believe, had have actually played in conference. So it was definitely nervous and exciting at the same time because we have all these newbies ready to go and get after it, you know. And we have all us veterans that we've been there before, like we know what's coming. So we we're just trying to prepare them. And, you know, it was definitely at the beginning, it was just nervous for, you know, the team culture and everybody playing together as one unit. But throughout the season, we all of us got a lot closer, and I think you could definitely see that on the field. And we've just we've been doing good ever since. So, Alondra, kind of speaking to your game individually, how do you think you've kind of uh, developed over this stretch this season? Um, are this what are some things that maybe you uh, you know improved on yourself that you can say that you know you successfully have been able to do? And maybe what are some things that you think you wish you could do better going forward um, for the remainder of the season? You know, I think a lot of it has to do personally for me is my mental game. You know, I I know that when I start doing good, I just let loose. I start having fun. You know, I start relaxing and just playing my game. And some things that I need to work on is like once, you know, um, I start on the, like a little roller coaster, I do good and bad, you know, just stay consistent throughout my game. So I wanted to also ask you, you know, you kind of mentioned there, so that's a good like something to ask you real quick about like, how much has the COVID pandemic really, you know, changed up your team this year, your guys' day-to-day -day as an athlete? Because, you know, this is the first time a pandemic happened in 100 years. So, like, and you guys are being, like, one of the people that are really getting affected by this while playing your guys' sport. So, like, take our listeners in to, like, the students into, like, how is it to be an athlete in, the, in the, basically a pandemic day-to-day -day right now? 
It's definitely different. Like you said, it's not, it's something that we've never experienced before. So ever since school started, we get tested every week. So every week it's like the same, you know, sticking that little swab up your nose. It's, it's never fun, especially doing it once a week, but it's, it's actually really scary at times because, you know, like some person, if we have to stay in the specific bubble, you know, it's so we don't necessarily expose ourselves to anybody who's tested COVID positive or has been exposed. So it's just, we really have to be um, dependent on each other so that we know, you know, we're not doing anything um, reckless or going out, going to any social gatherings. Cause you know, that one person who tests positive that you that could stop our season for a couple of weeks, you know, we have to quarantine. So it's definitely something that we've been working on and we've been doing really good throughout these past couple months. Yeah, and you know, going back even to last season when you guys' season kind of got cut short because of COVID and all that, um, how has that kind of impacted you guys' mentality this year? Um, obviously, um, you know, just with the with the with the sense of you guys coming back this year with more, you know, a, even enhanced, you know, competitive edge, just because you missed out last year, but also because you know the stakes are so high in terms of you know you, you can't miss a COVID test, you can't you got to make sure everything's all safe. Um, how has that got? How has that um, dynamic kind of enhanced your guys' um? you know, attention to detail and maybe how has it, you know, impacted your guys' play as of late? Um, yeah, definitely getting our conference stopped. It was super heartbreaking. So coming back to this year and just getting the opportunity to play, we just take, we just need to make sure to not take every day for granted because we know that just one day everything could stop and we could stop playing. So we just take it day by day, make sure we're being safe, make sure we're having fun, but also just being smart about COVID, you know, just taking it day by day so that we could have fun and we could still keep this opportunity to play the game. I wanted to ask you about uh, two teammates in particular who are also having great seasons this year, like Layla Day, you know, also been hitting some bombs this year, and like also Marissa being a pitcher, you know, she's been having a couple of shutouts. you mind just speaking what you kind of see and what kind of confidence they give to the team and maybe their leadership roles? I know Marissa's a freshman, but maybe like what do they both bring to the team? Um, yeah, especially Marissa, you know, when like when she steps on the mound, she just has this like new confidence and new just aura around her. And it actually like I feel like it hypes everybody else up because like we see it in her eyes. Like, you know, oh, she's ready to go. Like we got her back. Like, let's go. We know this is going to be a good game, you know. And then for Layla, she's just she's like a big ball of sunshine. You know, me and her like to get hype, especially before the game. So it's always me and her back and forth, back and forth. So we always like to get each other high and make sure we're staying on top of each other so we could bring that energy and that just like electricity to the team, you know? Yeah, and quick follow-up on that too real quick. You kind of mentioned like uh, how COVID and stuff has maybe hindered some things. You know, I was covering the women's beat this year for the basketball team. And I remember, I remember they kept stressing how like, you know, beginning of the year, it might be different for you guys because you guys are off, obviously timely-wise different during the season when you guys play. But in terms of like, you know, getting that camaraderie, getting that chemistry going for the team, especially like you mentioned, like a lot of new players on this team, how hard was it to, you know, get that started, get that kind of cooking in the beginning of the year? It was definitely hard because in the fall we – it was our off season, so we didn't get to practice as much. We couldn't. Fall was a little bit more strict, I would say, than this than this semester. But yeah, it was definitely hard for us to just, you know, come as a team and you know hang out because we were still super strict about our bubble. So we would only, you know, like be allowed to go home, and we really only talked to like 
our roommates or like people who lived in the dorms, the freshmen. So it's just really hard to get that team culture and like develop those friendships and that trust. But as we um, moved into the spring semester, we knew that was one of the things we need to work on. So, you know, we did some more team bonding and, he, and I think you could definitely tell that it helped just by seeing all of us mesh really well on the field. Yeah, um, that's great. Um, so Alondra, now now kind of switching lanes to last week against Montana, where you hit three home runs in one game, setting setting a, a single game record. Um, those home runs were like your only home runs on the season, which I think speaks to how hard hitting any in a game kind of is, especially you know the D one level, let alone hitting three in one game. Can you just simply speak on how hard that that is to do and the the focus that it requires to accomplish something like that? Yeah, it's definitely tough because you have to have, you know, especially you just have to have power. I think with me, you know, I knew I could do it. Like I knew I had that home run power. I was just looking for like a little breakthrough. And I would say like that game was definitely my breakthrough. And it just showed, you know, like I could do this, like, Hitting a home run, like, it is hard, but I feel like once you just put that, you know, the bat to the ball and just use your legs, use your power, it'll definitely fly. Follow up on that, too. Like, take us real, take our audience, you know, through that game. Like, when you hit the first one, like, okay, obviously, you know, it's your first one of the year, so you're, like, super pumped up, I'm assuming. You know, maybe you're even even kill. I don't know what type of player you really are. So, like, you could take us through that. Like, what's your mind going? You're like, you hit another one. You're like, okay, what is going on? You got some juice today or something. You hit a third one. You're probably, you know, thinking, like, it's going crazy out there for you, you know. Take us through the emotions of, like, during the game. How were you feeling during the game? Then at post game, you know, I bet you're getting a lot of love from everyone every, from every which corner. So, you know, kind of explain during the game to our audience and then after the game. You know, during the game, I, I would say, like, me and especially our whole team, we were just focused, you know. We knew we had to get that win, you know, take the series. And so, like, my first at-bat, I would say, like, I just went up there and I was just like, I had to get a hit. I believe I was the first person up that inning and I was just like, I have to get on any way I can so that we could score. And so, like, hitting that first home run, it was definitely, like, it was shocking, actually, because it was like an oppo for me. And hitting an oppo is definitely much harder because you have you have to make sure you use all of your power. So I do that very rarely. So I was like, oh, wow, like I could actually do this. So it was definitely a hype moment, especially because that was, you know, our first run. So I was like, like, let's go. Like, we could do this. And then hitting the second one, I was just like, oh, like, again? Like, like who am I? Like, what did I eat today? You know, like coming into that dugout, getting all that love. It was definitely exciting and definitely happy to have my, you know, my teammates happy for me as well. Happy for my success as well as I'm happy for their success. And then come around the, the third home run, I was just like, oh, my God, like, wow. Like, I didn't even think I thought it was, you know, it was just like a normal pop fly. I was like, OK. And then they went over and I was like, oh, like, like, what am I like? Who am I today? You know? And then just getting that love, especially like post game, everybody's like, oh my God, like, like, what did you eat today? Like, what did you drink? Like, how did you do that? It was definitely really fun. They're trying to copy you, huh? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, real quick question on that too. Like, uh, when you like talk about like that type of like level of how difficulty it is, 
I mean, how do you try to, you know, try to replicate that or something like that? Obviously, this is like a, it was a record for the Sacramento State Hornets. So speak on how it's a record and like, you know, it's probably a hard record to ever beat again. And so you're in the history books for sure for a while. And like how hard, how you try to take that and try to duplicate that maybe to the future? Um, I would say I would try not to do too much because like going up there and just thinking, oh, I have to hit home run, I have to hit home run. It's definitely a lot of pressure. So, you know, I like my mindset going up to the plate is just, you know what, go up there, get on, hit the ball hard. And if it goes out of the park, then like it goes out of the park. But my main focus is just getting on, hitting and hitting the ball hard. So, so hitting that many home, I mean, again, those were your first homers of the season. But I mean, you bat, you know, you bat 250. That's a pretty good average. And, you know, you got a lot of uh, RBIs this season. So you hit the ball. It's just a matter of homers. Can you just talk about like what, what, last week against Montana's dump for your confidence going forward. Like, how do you think this is going to impact um, your play for the rest of the season? Just in terms of, again, like how you said, you, you really realize you, you can do this. You can, you can, you know what I mean? So can you just speak to um, maybe what, what um, the last week's game, you know, has done for your confidence going forward? You know, I was, I would say I was definitely off to like a rocky star and it was kind of like a roller coaster. So I feel like, Mentally, I was just looking for that game that was just like a breakthrough for me and just so I could stay consistently throughout the rest of the conference and throughout the rest of the year. So I would say that game definitely boosted up my confidence and was like, you know what, like, like, let's go. Like, I know, like, I feel like I'm on fire right now, you know, so I just have to stay, stay with this mindset and just stay with my mechanics and just keep driving forward. And speaking on that roller coaster for you guys' team, you know, you guys like recently went on like a six-game win streak, and then you know you guys have lost, I think, the last three. So, how do you guys kind of keep like what is the mentality of the team day to day? How do you guys try to keep you know even keel? Like, explain the mentality of the team and how you guys try to come out every game, no matter what streak you guys are on. You know what? Yeah, I am. This past weekend, we did lose the series to Weaver, and it was definitely heartbreaking. Those were definitely some three good games. So I know the mindset moving forward is just like we have to go out there and we have to just walk out there like we're the best team in the conference. Like, you know what, nobody's going to take this series. We just have to go take it day by day. We're, we're working hard. We're practicing hard. So I think these next couple of series, we're just going to go out there and look to take the wins. Um, Going back to just – the the dominant you know like like play from your your teammates like um like labor day for example um could you just touch on like how how like fun it is just to play with people like that especially like label who you know hitting home runs almost every game you got shut out pitching you know from from other people on the team um just talk about how fun it is to play on a team like this um and, and just your experience with it yeah it's 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 really exciting and it's just a fun game to watch especially because our team culture right now, you know, we're so happy for each other's success. And that just what makes it so much more fun to be a part of and just so much more fun to witness because we're not only focusing on, you know, your own personal success, but you're also just getting just as happy for your teammates and their own personal success. So just being each other's, you know, being each other's glue and just being each other's like, you know, best friend and sister on that field is just a very fun thing to be a part of, especially when you can see on the field, all of us just getting super high, jumping up and down, screaming at each other's home runs. You know, it's it's really exciting. Alondra, what is your, what do you feel like is your uh, 
responsibility role on the field and off the field? Like, what do you feel like you play a part in on this team? You know, I'm more of a quiet person on the field, so I've definitely this year I've been working on just being more vocal and just trying to get everybody hyped. You know, whether that's cheering, whether that's you know every pitch I'm in, whether it's like one of the pitchers' ears, whether it's Marissa and just like reminding her, hey, you got this, hey, you got this, hey, get this girl. So I just think like just being being there for each other, especially when you could see when one of the girls, you know start to fall in their headspace if they're not doing too good, just making sure, hey, you got it. Like, get out of your head. You got this. You know, just play the game. So I think just everybody just being there for each other when they could, when they need it especially, just really helps. So, um, yeah, going back, to, you know, just the outlook on the season. You, had, you know, you guys are 12 and 18. And just going back to my other question, too, just about how happy you guys are. You guys look like you're the happiest 12 and 18 team I think I've ever seen. You know what I mean? You guys, you know, have a have a joy for for everyone on the, you know, each other, all, all the teammates. Um, could you just speak to maybe like one specific thing um, you hope to see just in the, the rest of the you know upcoming season, just over the course of the next few games, maybe maybe the next two weeks? What's one thing that you hope to see um, come out of uh, just you know the improvements of the team overall? Um, I would say I was just looking forward to the next couple of series. I think everybody's mindset is just to to take the series and get those wins, you know, any way we can. So I think definitely taking those series and then going into conference tournament and getting getting those rings, that's been our biggest mindset this whole year. It's like, okay, like, you know, we lost the series to Weaver, but that's okay because we still have conference to look, to look forward to. It's not over just yet. So we've just been working and practicing so that we could get those rings come May. Got you. And I want to ask you a question, too, about the, like an overall it's, – it's a question I've been thinking about for a while. Uh, I'm not really aware – maybe you can correct me on this, to be honest. I'm not really aware of any professional U.S. like team, you know, like national – not national team, but team that's you know, a league like an NBA, like a like an MLB in in the U.S. And, like, I, to be honest with you, I have more fun at softball games and baseball games with you guys cheering. And, like, oh, yeah. you guys really bring the energy. And it's really, like, I kind of want to hear some smack talk, too. So it's, it's really hilarious, <laughs> to be honest with you. And it's really fun to be there. So, like, you know, what? why do you think maybe there isn't, like, a big spotlight and, uh, and, like, you know, after college and next level up, why do you feel like there hasn't really been that? Do you feel like that's going to happen one day? Like, how do you kind of see uh, see that? Um, you know, I definitely hope it does happen. You know, like, as you said, like, not a lot of people know a lot about professional teams, especially for softball. But I think, I definitely think, you know, these past couple months or maybe, like, in the future couple months, you'll definitely see a lot more media about it and a lot more popularity and um i feel like the people will know a lot more about it and so i'm just excited to see what happens you know moving forward and hopefully there is you know the couple teams that just you see more about you know like on espn or like sc top 10 and you just know that there's oh well like look at this professional softball team and they just get a lot more publicity great great um yeah just kind of touching back on what gary said um i mean when it when it comes to just you know the lack of having like a like a overarching like league just for softball players, um, do you think that kind of drives just the overall competitiveness of D one softball? Like, because you know it's kind of like the pinnacle of the sport in a sense, right? And at least in this country, North America, um, how do you think that affects the culture of the sport? And like, do you think that impacts like how you know 
tenacious and, and, and expressive you guys are on the field or everyone is on the field? Um, yeah, definitely. You know, I feel like every D1 softball program, you know, like, okay, like this is, this is where we're at right now. This is, you know, like you said, like the pinnacle. So I, I think definitely like some girls, you can go, go out there and be like, let's go, like, let's try to make it to ESPN. Like, let's get people to start talking about us. And so I feel like every program, especially our program, you know, just goes out there and just make sure we're hype, we have energy and that people, you know, they want to come to our games. They're like, oh yeah, like this team's super fun to watch, you know? And so definitely the competitiveness is definitely there and it's just really fun to be a part of. Alondra, do you mind speaking on, you know, since I told you I covered the girls basketball team, you know, I've covered your guys' games in the beginning of the year. You know, speak on how much... How do you feel like you guys need to be just simply, I feel like, more respected in the sense of how much, you know, women women and athletes, athletics, need to be more respected on how they play and how you guys are really as good as these baseball players, you know, like as good as any other athlete on campus. You know, how much can you speak on, like, women getting more respect in the athletic world? Yeah, you know, I feel like especially, you know, women's sports are often overlooked and a lot of people don't understand just how, you know, talented we are and just how athletic we are so you know getting that publicity and getting that media out there you know at times where people are like oh wow like you know like that's a good play like I didn't know girls could do that you know so it's definitely nice you know because there are a lot of you know women out there who are just as talented who are just as um, gifted and so just getting that publicity and just allowing us to play our game would really benefit a lot. So just kind of touch, uh, you know, touching back on that again, um, do you think that, do you, like, how much, how much of a role do you think you guys are setting an example just for the future, you know what I mean, just in terms of your guys' attitude and your guys' leadership out there, um, how much of a, of a role do you feel like you're playing in the sense of, like, the, the culture of women's sports and how you can impact its future and its upbringing and its, and its you know, next classes of, of, of women that are coming up? Um, do you think that you're kind of, you know, you not I wouldn't say you guys are paving the way, but you're definitely carrying the torch, right? You're definitely, you know, you know, um, setting an example for, for future you know, women that are on the come up. So what do you what do you feel like is your role within, um, you know, keeping women's sports alive and, 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 you know, getting getting that equality that everyone's uh, looking for? And um, what do you think that um, you've been able to do with that? You know, for our program, I think it's all about, you know, setting an example, especially for the for young girls who want to grow up and who want to be a part of, you know, Division One softball. So just, you know, just carrying ourselves and, you know, letting them know and teaching them, you know, um, softball is a fun sport, but it also teaches us, you know, to be strong, to be independent women. And so just letting them know and just being their inspiration and just being their role model is just really exciting in a way because you know we're like okay like like we're setting the example right now we're setting the foundation for you guys to come in and to just bring it and raise it to another level that was a great answer Landra. uh last uh question here for the podcast thank you again for joining us i know me and jordan appreciate your time this morning um do you mind just speaking or telling us uh, what we should look forward to personally in your game for the rest of the season and the uh, overall softball team um, definitely these couple next series, we have an off weekend this year, next 
And then next weekend, we head on up to Portland State. And the following weekend is our last home series against Idaho State. And that's our senior week. So these next couple of series are going to be very important and very competitive. So it's just going to be really fun games to watch and especially to play because we're just going to go out there and we're going to look for the, that series win so that we can come into conference, you know, on a hot streak and just take conference and get our get our goal and get those rings. Sounds good. Always good to get those rings. Thank you again, Alondra. Appreciate your time. And uh, good luck on the rest of the season to you and your team. Thank you again. Thank you.